So hey guys, welcome back to Crazy Juicy Love. Back to you with Heart Talk with Chloe Wade. And this is one of my favorite, favorite poems. One of the poems that really made me get this book when I was flipping through it. It's called Release. I am holding on, but my hands are turning red. And this had me thinking, maybe to love... I had to let go instead. I mean, that hit me so hard. Because I recently, when I thought I did my calling in the one journey, I met someone who was literally, I call him my 90% guy. Well, I would say 90, yeah, 90% guy. And I was so in love with this person. And I mean, he met every single thing and that I wanted and he even looked at my list because I have a vision board (laughs) and he was like oh my god like I am like almost 80% of everything on his list and I said no you're like 90% and he got really triggered by that list because I had it out he was like people are not list and I said I know people are not list he was like when did you make this list I was like I made this list like five years ago and I just never took it down. I said, you know, the list is up there to remind me what I deserve. I deserve that. And it's a, the list also reminded who I needed to be for love. I need to be those things as well. I couldn't just ask somebody else to be those things for me. It was a reminder for me to always show up in love that way. And... It, our relationship was really great. I mean, it was the we never fought. I mean, sex was just mind blowing, and conversation was just just illuminating, and we were just so succinct. But I knew deep down inside that there was something holding him back, and I couldn't put a finger out on it. And I remember when we first met, and we were talking on the phone, and I had this hunch. And I had, and I didn't know what it was, but in a moment, I knew when I got off the phone with him, I wanted to see him this video. It was Brene Brown, the power of vulnerability. And then my duh, I didn't realize it was he was emotionally unavailable, but I didn't really realize it at the time. And and then later on, it came out. He admitted it. He's like, I'm not an emotional person. I don't get emotional. And I was just like, what? Like. I was really confused because this person is very intelligent, does a lot of work on himself and meditates and looking within and all this other stuff. And it really came down to him being hurt by someone else. And he was sitting on the bench of our relationship in order to find out when is the shoe is going to drop because we were too good to be true. And when he told me that, I, I knew that was the end. And I just didn't say anything. I let it fizzle out because I just was hoping and holding on to the fact that he was my 90% guy. And I was holding on and holding on and holding on. And I realized there's no point to holding on anymore because I needed to let him go. He needed to do his own work for himself. And whether he comes back or not doesn't matter. But I learned 
that I was worthy of that caliber of love, that I was capable of bringing that caliber of love and that, and I didn't hold on to him afterwards because sometimes when we're in relation, when we break up, we hold on so tight. And I was like, no, I am not going to hold on. I'm going to allow this to hit me where it needs to be hit. And I, and it hit me. I cry for three months every day. I literally ran out of the building one day and I heard this Kesha song. Pray, uh, this praying. Oh God. I had to drop, stop and roll out of the building and boohoo cry on the street. But it was all good. I am better. I am wiser. And I had to let him go and really hold on to myself and allow myself to feel everything that I need to feel in order to grow. I am holding on, but my hands are tired and turning red. This had me thinking. Maybe to love, I had to let go instead.